Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camel wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. And by Ducks Unlimited, the world's leader in wetlands conservation. Now a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and always a supporter of duck hunters everywhere. Ducks.org. I'm Dan Small. Today, Jim Bobby Ash announces January events and classes at the Range of Richfield. Otto Reitz invites listeners to support Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin, and Huntworth Gear Pro Staffer Bernie Barringer offers advice for public land big game hunting. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, and you hear this feature every week at this time on WTSO 1070 AM and on our podcast anytime at all on LakeLink, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And joining us once again is a very familiar voice to our listeners, pro angler Duffy Cuff. He's a pro staffer with Clam Outdoors, Pure Fishing, and JB Lures, and he's a busy guy this time of year, and we'll talk about why in just a couple minutes. Well, Duffy, thanks for joining us. Good to be with you again, Dan. I hope you had a good Christmas. Nice and quiet, and no uh, drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, family uh, get-togethers are supposed to be loaded with drama, aren't they? <laughs> well, I think we've outgrown that. Well, that's good. Yeah, ours was pretty quiet, too. Well, gosh, crazy weather this winter. We've had some very cold weather, not the worst we've ever seen, fair amount of snow, and now this week we're recording this a couple days before New Year's Eve. They're talking about 40s, maybe 50 in some places, rain. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, for guys that are kind of rocking back and forth waiting to get out on the ice, boy, I think you're really going to have to be careful of, of when you do that. Long-term forecast looks like some more warmer weather and some more rain. I know, for example, uh, Lake Mendota, there are some parts that are probably frozen all the way across, but... You know, they did that when the cold weather first started coming in and we got all that snow. So you got six inches of snow on top of that thin ice, and then you get more warm weather, and then you got rain coming down. It it can make a mess. I I don't know, unless we have a really long, prolonged cold front coming through here, I I think things are going to be ugly for a while. Now, that's big Mendota, but the other lakes, they're not much better off, are they? I think that probably Wabisa is probably frozen across, but again, you get enough rain if we get the sizable rain. That, that will work its way down and start deteriorating that ice on the surface and start to eat its way through. And it, it can get ugly in any year on the ice. Just be careful when you get out there. Have your picks with you. Take that ice chisel out where you go and make sure that the area that you're going to be drilling a hole is good. You know, you drill a hole and water starts coming up onto the ice through your hole, you probably want to pick a different spot. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) your head for sure. Wow. And there are springs on Wabisa and I suppose on some of the other lakes as well. There's a couple of spots on Wabisa, I know, that have springs, and there are some years where the damage that the springs do to the bottom of the ice, and then, of course, work their way up, if you get a lot of water, especially, you know, and it's really rubbing on the bottom of that ice, that can be a dangerous area. It also can be a productive area. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But if you know there's areas where there's a little bit of current, too, current areas can get dangerous, especially if things start warming up and you've got some rainwater running around on top of the ice. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Well, more than once I've worn snowshoes to go ice fishing, and that will spread your weight out a little bit, but it's extra baggage, so to speak, if you happen to go through trying to get those out of the ice as well. No comment on that, huh? No. <laughs> I'm trying to visualize somebody going through with snowshoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never done it, and I don't plan to. Well, let's focus on something you've been working hard on, and that is the Muskie School. This is the 20th anniversary of your Muskie School. Tell us about it. It is, and we're very, very excited about it because it really hasn't been a, an in-person Muskie School in three years now because of COVID situation. Yep. I mean, we had the one year where we did the virtual stuff, but it, 
it certainly was not the same. So we have been working hard, and it is the 20th anniversary, so we are working extra hard this year. Right now we've got 30-plus classes for you to pick from. I want to let everybody know that I'm going to put promotional videos and stuff out online right after the first of the year. We do have a rod building class and real repair maintenance classes. We have three of those. And if you're interested in doing that, you're going to have to, starting on January 2nd, register very, very quickly. And then I think those are going to fill up very, very fast. So do that. Also on January 2nd, I'll be starting to put some videos on Facebook and stuff like that for people to watch to get an idea of what's available. And one video I made is just really a listing of all the classes. So you can see it. We've got 15 brand new classes this year have never been taught. We've got a gal coming down from the Chippewa Falls area by the name of Amanda Wilson. Deerfoot Lodge is a business that she's involved in up there, and she's going to do a uh, a class on musky fishing for women. I also met a gal up in St. Paul when I was working up there by the name of Nicole King, and she fishes muskies out of a kayak, so we're going to have a musky kayak class and lots of new stuff coming on, so keep your eyes open on social media so that you get uh, an idea. We have a new website now for the Muskie Schools, muskieschool.com, very simple. Go to that, the information will be on there, and you can register online. Yes, and I have the full schedule in front of me here, but for people who don't know the date, tell us when it is, how much it costs, and what the time frame looks like for each of the events. The school is going to be on Saturday, March 25th. We really start a little bit before 8 o'clock. And we've got three sessions. There's two sessions before lunch and one after lunch. They're hour and a half classes. You get to pick three of them. We also uh, just kind of sealing the deal on having the catered lunch come in. That's always been kind of a highlight for me anyway uh, to do it, although I, I always get in line late because I got so much stuff to do sometimes. You start running out of some of the desserts in there, and I'm big on that. Oh, well, you should grab one first and put it behind <laughs> something, yeah. And uh, uh, one of the biggest selling points for the school this year, people are not going to believe. I mean, we've always had good raffles, but this has gone above and beyond. I don't think we'll ever have a year we will have the amount of quality stuff that we're going to give away that we will do this year. As an example, we have a regular raffle, and we have a super raffle. Well, that super raffle, there's a bunch of stuff we're going to be giving away, along with 13 rod and reel combinations that retail normally between $550 and $650. We can't even believe it, and we're involved in it uh, pretty heavily. So Jeff and I and Steve... We are pretty excited about putting this on this year, and we want to get a full house, a total of 300 people. We cut off registration at 300 people. Some of the classes do have limits on the number of people. You take a class that's in a regular classroom, we, we limit that to 25 because you can get 25 high school kids in there, but we get the adults 20, putting 25 people in the classroom. Things start getting pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and this is at, you, you mentioned school, this is at Wanakee High School. Right, Wanakee High School in Wanakee, Wisconsin, just a little bit north of Madison, if you don't know where Wanakee is. And we have great facilities, we've got the pool, we've got the Performing Arts Center, we have that big commons area, and we've got eight different classrooms that we're using. So if anybody's interested in learning additional stuff that they don't already know about musky fishing or you're just starting to get into it or you're curious, make sure that you spend your $35 when you register. I always tell people, you're going to be impressed. You're not going to go away without a smile on your face. No, I think you're absolutely right. I have uh, helped you guys for, gosh, I forget how many years now, five or six anyway, I do the beginning fly fishing class, and that's at 9 o'clock this year. And Dan Donovan's doing a an advanced fly fishing for muskies class, so that'll be cool, too, for people who really want to get into it. we got to let you go, but uh, the website one more time. 
All right, muskyschool.com, and musky spelled the real way with an I-E. Well, Duffy, (laughs) hey, uh, thanks so much for taking time out of uh, your busy schedule to share this information. I hope we bring a lot of folks to the Muskie School, and I want to wish you and everybody in your family a very happy New Year, and I'll see you in March, if not before. All right, very good, Dan. Happy New Year to you. All right. Duffy Cup, pro staffer with Clam, Pier Fishing, and JB Lures with the Madison Report. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupie and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupie and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupie.com. And all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. And we've been uh, mentioning this now for a couple of months. The firm of Hupie and Abraham is offering a $25,000 reward for the next anonymous trip. Anonymous tip, rather, that solves a homicide case. If you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, visit MilwaukeeCrimeStoppers.com. Well, joining me once again from Wisconsin Rapids for the last conversation we'll have of this year, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, uh, welcome back. And gosh, we we are doing 53 shows this year just because of the way the calendar falls. I saw that uh, last week. You know, we we number the shows. If people have logged on to Lake Link, they can they can see the shows are numbered by. You know the uh, well the years you've been doing the show and the the weeks of the year here and. Uh, yeah, fifty uh, fifty three episodes, Dan. It's always it's always good to to be, uh, kind of reflect back on on uh, the years we've been able to do this. Uh, people ask me all the time, "Hey, are you still doing radio?" And yeah, you know, since I've been doing this with you since two thousand and eight, uh, and it's it's just uh, it's incredible the longevity and and you know it's all thanks to our great sponsors and our our listeners and uh, the folks that go to the Lake Link and download the show and. It's uh, it's good to good to be here each it week. It certainly is, and yeah, it surprises me when I look at the numbers. Uh, eighteen years now, starting next week, we'll be into season eighteen. And I guess on top of everything else you mentioned, we provide content that people want to hear. Otherwise, they'd go somewhere else. So, speaking of content, uh, any ice fishing yet? Yeah, I actually had a chance to get out, uh, hit three different lakes in one day, and that was not necessarily by design. It was more out of uh, necessity. The the bite was just not very good, and uh, so we we went and explored a, a number of lakes here in central Wisconsin, um, uh, and uh, we managed to scrounge out a small meal of fish for uh, for my friend Todd. Uh, but it was a it was a grind, Dan. Uh, we just happened to go on a day that uh, weather wise was comfortable for humans, uh, but it was kind of those you know bluebird oh, yeah. sky high pressure yeah. day. Uh, those fish were really tucked deep into structure and didn't really want to move and didn't feel the need to eat. Um, and so it was, it was definitely a, a challenge to, uh, to get some bites, but, um, we were able to, uh, to find, uh, some, some panfish. They were, we had to find, uh, uh, weeds that the fish were still utilizing for food, uh, you know, feeding in. So when you, when you explore a lake, you can often see if fish are tucked into like really deep, thick milfoil, a lot of times that's just there just for mm-hmm. cover. It's hard for those fish to really move through to explore for food. Uh, not that they won't, they do sometimes, but um, oftentimes that's just cover type stuff. And what we were looking for is 
more, not necessarily sporadic cover weeds, but weeds that had a little bit more spacing in between that the fish were actually swimming through, actively looking for something to eat yet. And so we were utilizing both uh, uh, the hummingbird live imaging and our, our cameras to, you know, to, to spot and locate and then confirm fish being in those places and then where they were in the water column. Some of these weeds that we were fishing were fishing in, you know, 15, 16 feet of water. The weeds came up 10 feet and they were sitting right in the top side of the weeds. If you went down fished below, you were, you were basically blowing past those fish and you weren't, you weren't having any activity. You were kind of questioning your, your sanity for a while. But once you were able to put a, the image in your head of, okay, these fish are sitting Within two feet of those weeds, that's where I need to be. Um, even if you couldn't clearly see it on your electronics, you knew those fish were there, and then you could kind of concentrate uh, at that depth. Well, folks, if you just paid attention to that, uh, <laughs> that's kind of a, a primer in high-tech modern ice fishing uh, scouting, really, because that's what Jeff does. Uh, so, and you found these fish, I'm guessing cabbage might have been one of the weeds you found them in? Yeah, uh, so cabbage was one of those, uh, one of those weeds. Um, there's also, uh, you know, I, I've got to look up the name. It, it's, it's like a grass. It, it grows in clumps, but, uh, mm-hmm. but it grows, uh, relatively loosely. Uh, so it, it'll come up about, uh, six, seven feet high, uh, but it's kind of a thin stalk. And, uh, that was probably some of our, our better, uh, bites were within that. But yes, cabbage is generally, you know, one of those places it's always a good place to, to certainly put some eyes on and spend a little time around because often that cabbage not only provides a good cover base, but does provide, uh, excellent food base for panfish. And they're eating little crustaceans and um, aquatic insects that yep. are hanging onto that uh, those weeds. Absolutely, yeah. The broad leaves of that cabbage mm-hmm. really provide a lot of cover uh, for those insects. Uh, a lot of other, you know, uh, organisms that the panfish are eating, and um, it makes it great both cover and uh, food sources available for those those fish. Neat. So you gave you and Todd uh, so celebrated his birthday. I'll bet, right? Yeah, it was a uh, birthday just before uh, Christmas, and, you know, he was telling me as we were out, you know, he, he hates getting old, but uh, he's glad he gets to hang out with me. He, makes, uh, he says, uh, I, I keep him keep him moving and uh, keep him feeling young, and I think that's probably good. He spent most of his life as a uh, firefighter, and uh, so that really, uh, you know, over the course of time, the equipment and things like that, and just the, the things that he's experienced you know, he gets a little sore a little quicker, feels a little bit older than maybe he needs to, but um, gets around and he says, like I said, he, I keep him moving. <laughs> yeah, you and Charlie Barron's keep her moving. All right. Well, um, holiday deer hunt this week, uh, ending on the first of the year. Are you doing anything? Well, we considered it. Robert and I talked about it, uh, but we had a chance to go through our own woods uh, together and uh, look at some of the damage that had happened through some of the snowstorms. Sure. And um, uh, Robert was already saying that, man, this is a lot of snow to get through. And I said, yeah, this would be a challenge to start dragging deer out of. <laughs> so uh, we we decided, you know what, we got enough deer in the freezer. We're going to do some nice things for some folks that we know. Uh, but we are uh, we're going to wait till next season. We're going to start getting the uh, the shotguns out and and uh, doing a little. Uh, uh, preparation for turkey season this next spring. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, I hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, we had a real quiet one here. Yeah, we, you know, we've got small kids, Dan, so Christmas has to be a big <laughs> yeah. thing in our house yet, you know? Yep, absolutely. And, uh, but we, we had a, we had a good time with it. Uh, we've, we've got a couple of more Christmas celebrations to, uh, to attend yet, uh, here even in January and, uh, it'll be, it's always fun to watch the kids get excited about things and, we try to do things that are somewhat practical uh, in, in as, as often as we possibly can. Uh, but Robert had asked for uh, for his deer. He wanted a um, he wanted a European mount for his head for right. the, the the gun buck. Right. And so we dropped that off at uh, Double H uh, European mounts in uh, New London, and then uh, Yoast fur dressing in oh, yeah. Sturgeon Bay yep. is doing a hair on hide for him out of that deer as well. And so those were 
parts of his Christmas uh, present. He won't receive those for uh, for a while, but uh, but it'll be neat when he gets those back. But he knows they're coming. Well, that's good. You bet. That's great. Well, um, <laughs> briefly on Christmas uh, with my family, we were quiet and kind of snowed in here. But my brother Pete, who uh, we all grew up in the Buffalo area, flew back to Buffalo. Uh, he now knows it was a mistake. Spent uh, three or four days holed up in a hotel with only three employees. And Pete um, got the kitchen going and was making oatmeal for all the hundred and some people who were stranded there. <laughs> wow. uh, his flight home to Vero Beach, Florida got canceled and he texted us finally a couple days ago and he said, I'm keeping the rental car and driving home. And he did make it home, so uh, that was um, a winter or a, a Christmas trip that he doesn't particularly want to repeat. And his daughter and her boyfriend actually snowshoed over to the hotel for Christmas dinner. So, I mean, there are ways to, to uh, you know, make uh, lemonade out of lemons. But, boy, a lot of folks in Buffalo suffered badly. I'm, I'm still hearing it on the news. So uh, uh, we dodged that bullet here in Wisconsin. We got cold, we got snow, but we didn't get the kind of terrible weather that a lot of the rest of the country got. Not yet, anyway. Well, coming up, folks... Huntworth Gear pro staffer Bernie Berenger tells us how he stays warm, speaking of cold, while hunting in the coldest weather. Range of Richfield President Jim Bobby Ash announces January classes and events at the range. And Otto Reitz, the founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin, invites us to an ice fishing event on Petenwell Flowage to raise funds to build a retreat for veterans and their families. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. They're located on Helson Drive, which is just north of the Richfield Cabela's store, right where highways 41 and 45 split. They are also online at therangewi.com. And joining me once again now is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbyash. Well, Jim, welcome back, and I hope you had a nice Christmas. New Year to you. We had a wonderful Christmas, thank you. Uh, we were together with the family on Christmas Day, and we had a nice run of folks coming in and shooting and, and, and buying Christmas gifts. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. Thank you. Well, that's great. This show will air for folks who listen to the broadcast on New Year's Eve. I, I wonder what your plans are for this weekend. Well, we will be open on New Year's Eve day, and that's a Saturday, and then we will be closed on New Year's Day, which is Sunday, the following day, the first and then, of course, we're always closed on Mondays because it's our natural day off. We'll be back up and running on Tuesday with normal hours. All right. Well, what have you got planned for January? First of all, I want to let you know that December was another exciting month here at the range. We had a large selection of new guns and a great selection of slightly used guns at great prices. 
our consignment guns have gone wild. It's been absolutely awesome. We have folks now that come in on a regular basis just to check out what's new in the used gun department. We're always finding something new, something different, and something that they like. So it, that that part's been great. Good. But now with the, with the new year starting, our new classes will be starting also this month. And I encourage anybody who has any interest in these classes to either stop in uh, and check out the schedule or go to therangewi.com for details. All right. How about ammo? You mentioned guns. You have. Uh, how's the ammo situation? I see the ammo stock starting to loosen up, and hopefully before long we'll be back to normal as far as supply, and I'm hoping even prices. I am starting to see a little bit of a slide back on prices. That's good news. Oh, that's good. Well, you mentioned classes, so what have you got planned for January? Okay, well, really, we are really excited about our skill-building clinics, which will be starting back up in January. Classes will start with drawing from concealment. This is the basic on January 19th. We also have our concealed carry class. It fills up quite quickly as we post the dates. We have one coming up on the 15th and one on the 31st. And we will be scheduling more, so keep an eye out on either our website or Facebook to see what other classes we'll be having. One of our all-time favorites for new shooters is our NRA basic pistol course. Now, we'll be offering that on the 15th, excuse me, on the 14th and the 15th. Now, this is an awesome course. And for anybody who wants to get more serious about the sport, we've got a great instructor. He takes you through everything from cleaning guns, revolvers, semi-automatics, what have you. If anybody really wants to expand their uh, their knowledge on, on shooting, and then, of course, the actual on-the-range shooting, too, this is a great class for that. Okay. You got anything for the ladies? Oh, yeah. This is another one that fills up fast. It's our ladies-only concealed carry class. That's always real popular. It just seems to be the ladies kind of enjoy it in that fashion. So, actually, this one's coming up in February, February 25th. So be sure to mark your calendar if you're interested in doing that. Then, again, that will fill up pretty quick. Our men's pistol and AR leagues will be starting up again on January 26th and continuing for eight weeks. Now, this is a group of guys who just have a lot of fun shooting various targets each week. So if you're interested and want to get involved, you can either uh, call and sign up or you can just stop in on the 26th and we can get you signed up also. Okay, and what time does that start? Six o'clock, I believe. Okay, so it's evening class. Yeah, it's an evening class, yes. And you have a bullseye league as well. Yeah, the bullseye league has really taken off. It's going to start January 10th, and it runs for 10 weeks, and we'll have three different divisions. We'll have a center fire, a rim fire, and a snubby. Last time we ran this, we had over 40 people participating. This is kind of neat because we do this on a Tuesday, and from the moment we open until the moment we close, you can just come and do your shooting. It's not like you have to be here at a specific time. It's a lot of flexibility with this particular event. So, uh, again, I can't believe how it's grown. People really, really enjoy it. Nice. And then you've got a ladies' pistol league as well. We do. The women's league is going to start January 25th. It's an eight-week. That runs from 5.30 until 6.30. We like to be able to get them in and get them out in a hurry so they don't take up a whole lot of time. And this is set up to be a fun league. Scoring is secondary. It's just the ladies getting together and have some fun. Nice. And then you have a ladies' night, too, right? Yes. On the 18th is our ladies' night. Now, this, again, is just something just for the ladies. I think they're actually picking the topics they want to talk about at, at the monthly meetings. Um, and it, it's just exploded. The girls are coming in here and having a great time. Again, I encourage anybody who'd be interested in getting involved, call. You can find out what's going on and what topic would be. And if you're interested, come on in. All right. Any other classes? I'm happy to say that our first shots class. This is an introduction to shooting. It's wildly popular. This is designed for folks who have never fired a handgun but are interested in learning. The next class will be January 25th. And again, if you're not quite sure if this is the right sport for you, I mean, you can come in, you pay $25 to reserve a seat, and if you complete the survey at the end of the class, you get a voucher for $25 for here at the range. So it's basically a free class. So come on out if you're interested. Nice, nice. And we usually ask you about safes. Do you have any left after the holidays? Um, we do. Matter of fact, the production has gotten back to normal with Liberty, and I'm getting able to get safes that I order within about a 30 to 45 day window, which is also great. If you're thinking about getting a safe, but you don't know quite where to start, I'd love to have a chance to chat with you and explain the ins and outs of the safe business. You know, the, the business terms, uh, the sizes, the fire rating, security level, financing, and probably the, the biggest concern of all is how do I get it home? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, and we have answers for all that. 
don't forget, they're not just gun safes. You can store a, a lot of valuables inside these big boys. Quite honestly, Dan, we have over 70 safes in stock right now, and I encourage anybody to come in. We're holding the prices. I don't think Liberty will be raising prices, but you know what? Inflation is doing to everything these days. Oh, yeah. Come on in if you're interested. I'd love to have a chance to talk to you. You No appointment necessary. Just come in and ask for Jim. Well, you had a lot of folks come through looking for Christmas gifts. Have you got much merchandise left? Oh, yeah. We've restocked our shelves after the Christmas rush, and we're ready for those birthday and special events. And, And don't forget about our gift cards available in any amount. Folks can just stop by if they are not interested in uh, doing some shooting or interested in buying a gun. Uh, you're there to talk if people want to just talk about guns. Absolutely. I encourage everyone to stop in, actually, and check out our new and used gun prices and selection. We have adjusted our already low prices even more. This lets us compete with the big box stores. It's a great time to buy a gun. And don't forget, with our gun rental program, many times you can try before you buy to make sure it's the right gun for you. Fantastic. Well, Jim, I think we've covered it for this month, so I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, Happy New Year to you and and everyone there, and we will talk to you again next month. Sounds awesome. I look forward to it. Happy New Year to you and the family also. All right. Jim Bobbyash, president of the Range of Richfield, located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store, right where highways 41 and 45 divide, and online at therangewi.com. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Listen to more Outdoors Radio, online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small, and joining me now is Otto Reitz. He's been on the show before. He's the founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin, and they have a website, WoundedWarriorsUnitedWI.org. Otto, thanks for joining us again. Well, Dan, thanks for having me here. I really appreciate it. And Happy New Year to you and everyone there. To you, too. Thank you. And you are living up in the Gleason area, which is northeast Wisconsin. I've been through that area. I'm not that familiar with it. But you are living at a place now called Country Haven Farm, right? Yes. First, tell us about Wounded Warriors United. Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin, we take Wisconsin veterans only out on hunting and fishing trips from Maine to Idaho. Wherever we can line something up that we can take veterans on, whether it's one veteran or 60 veterans on a trip. We pay for all the expenses. No expense occurs to the veteran. This gives them an opportunity sometimes to experience something new and different or just to get back in the outdoors. They came back from the service and quit fishing or quit hunting and give them that opportunity to get back out and realize that being outside is the nature, you know, is, is a big help to them. Yeah, and you do these trips and these um, activities around the country, but you are located there at a home base where you're going to be doing activities as well. Tell us about Country Haven Farms. We purchased a little farm at up by Gleason, Wisconsin, almost two years ago now. And what we want to do is build a about 900-square-foot two-bedroom cottage that families can, can get away from the big cities or just get away and relax for a weekend or a week and, and come out on the farm and we've got miniature donkeys and painting goats and pygmy goats and Scottish Highlander cows. We've got a little of everything. Um, we live in the middle of nowhere and that's one of the reasons we bought this because it's quiet, it's peaceful, there's no traffic, it's a gravel road, it's a UTV road. So when families come up, they can, they can jump in a side-by-side UTV that we have available for them. And they can just hit the dusty trails and just enjoy the nature and the wildlife and maybe stop down by uh, the little Mennonite store and and get some ice cream. You are building this lodge, this uh, cabin, you said, um, and you're raising money or trying to raise money to do that. Tell us about your fundraising. Well, we have fundraiser that starts in January and runs till August. And we'll do raffle tickets. We do... 10 sports shows across Wisconsin, and that helps us raise funds for 
taking the veterans on hunting and fishing trips, and also we're we're raising uh, funds for the cabin. Uh, right now, we do have a 30-foot motorhome or camper set up that they can come out, but it's only summer use. We want to be able to do this all year round. So we're doing a lot of promotions and TV uh, commercials and just trying to get the word out to have people you know, help us out to uh, raise the funds so that we can start building that cottage this spring. You have a capital campaign to do this, and you've got several levels of participation. Uh, people who contribute a certain amount can have naming rights to the cabin or sponsor a room and other parts of the facility as well. There's many different levels of sponsorship. You can sponsor a boat if you want or a pig or, like you said, somebody wants to sponsor the furniture or the you know, appliances, a bedroom. So every dollar helps, so it doesn't make a difference how small or how large the donation is. Every dollar is going to help get us where we want to be is to build that cottage this spring. Now, how did you get into this? I know you told me this once before, but maybe listeners haven't heard it, haven't heard our first conversation. How did you get involved in this? response are you getting from the veterans and their families? Um, you know, it, it depends on which one of the veterans you talk to. You know, obviously everything is all positive. Uh, they need it. It was great to get away. Um, I always tell everybody, if you want to see what it does for them, just come to one of our events. Uh, we do a great big fishing event in August, and we have one Otto, how are the veterans responding to these events and their families? What do they think of them? They all appreciate what we are able to do for them. A lot of the responses are, you know, I needed this getaway. It was great to get away with other veterans. It doesn't make a difference what branch of the service they're in. It's an instant brotherhood, a camaraderie that is hard to explain until you see it. The smiles that these guys have at the end of the day it's amazing. You can see that it's, it's a healing process for them. We talk to the, the wives or the husbands, and they tell us that it's amazing what these trips do for their, their spouses. It gets them back out. It, you know, it calms them down. It, it gives them that opportunity to help them lead a normal life again. Yeah, it can have a tremendous impact. I have heard that from people involved in other similar events that have helped veterans. You have an event coming up next weekend, January 6th through the 8th, but that's already full. Tell us briefly what you're going to do at that one. That one is an ice fishing trip. It's on Kenner Lake. The husband and wife called us up and said that they've got a lodge that sleeps seven, and they were going to donate that to us for the weekend that I could bring veterans down and take them ice fishing. So it's going to be a three-day event, whether they ice fish or not. We have all the equipment for them. We'll provide all the meals at the lodge for them, and we'll do three days of ice fishing, and hopefully we catch some fish. Nice. And then you have a larger ice fishing event at the end of the month. Yeah, that one is down in Nakusa. It's on Petewell Lake. One of the ways that we raise money is, is working with other organizations. I was contacted a couple of years ago by a gentleman named Max, and he runs a group called Hardwater Freaks. And he does a fundraiser down there. It's open to the public. And he asked if we would be a part of it. And the proceeds from the fundraiser would come to us. Well, last year there was well over 500 people that showed up for this day fishing. 
And that's all it is is a day of fishing. It's not a tournament or a contest or anything like that. And they sell food and raffles, and it's just a big event. And it's just help say thank you to the veterans. And then we just happened to, to uh, start being part of that. And that is at the end of the month, like you said. So everybody's welcome to come down. It's at the Lure Bar and Grill. And it's right on Peepwell. There's a lot of good food, a lot of great raffles. And I want to support your local veteran. Yeah, and I know Max. He's a good friend of mine, Max Zaruba. He's been on the show a couple yep. times. It's a great event. I hope you have a great event this year. If people want to get a hold of you, I mentioned your website, which is woundedwarriorsunitedwi.org, but you have a shortcut also, which is just the initials, www.wi.org, right? Correct. Yeah, okay, yep. so... If folks can't remember that, if you simply do an online search for Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin, you'll find them. Well, and your phone number's on your website. Well, Otto, thanks so much for sharing that information and for the work that you do to help veterans and their families. And we wish you the best of luck in your events this year and in your fundraising. And we hope some of our listeners will participate or send you folks who might enjoy and might benefit from one of your events. And uh, perhaps some folks will donate as well. So thanks so much for sharing everything you're doing with us. Well, Dan, we appreciate you having us on. All right. Well, Happy New Year to you and to everyone there at Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin and Country Haven Farms, and we will keep in touch with you. Thank you. Otto Reitz, founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. You can find them online, woundedwarriorsunitedwi.org. Check them out. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SB display, and a lithium battery. All packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Huntworth Gear is high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford. It's available at Blaine's Farm and Fleet stores, including the new store in Grafton, Wisconsin, and on the web at huntworthgear.com. And joining us now once again from Brainerd, Minnesota, is a familiar voice to our show, author, blogger, and Huntworth pro staffer, Bernie Berenger. His YouTube channel is Bow Hunting Road, and we'll be talking about some new video there in just a minute. Well, Bernie, welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network, and thanks for joining us again. Thank you. I always appreciate talking to your listeners. Yeah, and we have a lot of them, you know, throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota and on the web. It's hard to say how many people and where they all are. I occasionally get messages from people who've picked up our podcast on one of the platforms, so it's good to know that there are ears out there paying attention to what we're talking about. Our 2022 season is behind us now. Looking back on it, how did it compare for you with other recent years? some good things happen and some bad things happen and had a disaster of a 
moose and bear hunt in Maine, unfortunately, but had a pretty good fall with the whitetails. I killed a real nice 10-pointer in Iowa. I drew a Kansas tag also and was closing in on a beautiful non-typical buck with points and stickers going everywhere when I, I just ran out of time in Kansas, unfortunately, but... Uh, I uh, just had a really fun hunt. Anyway, I just I enjoy traveling to the different states to hunt bow hunt whitetails and different animals. So overall, um, I you know had a pretty fun year. A lot of good experiences. Last time we talked to you, I think you were still in Kansas, being very hopeful about getting that deer. But maybe he'll be there next year. Yeah, he's a big one. If I get another chance at him, I'd sure like to spend the time that it takes. It you know it's hard when you're traveling you got a week or so to hunt and i mean a big deer like that it's hard to kill if you got the whole season yep to go out there and expect to do it in a week is kind of a long shot but i'm kind of at a point in my career where i don't really mind bringing home an empty tag rather than shooting a 110 inch eight pointer or two-year-old buck that's kind of just where i'm at not for everyone but i like the challenge yeah and you pull it off often enough to make it worth your while and and to get some uh, great stories and great photos and you know looking ahead to 23 which is right ahead of us now now's the time to start planning for hunts for next fall right yeah it is a lot of the western hunts the application period to get points and to apply for the limited entry hunts a lot of them open on january 1st some of them february 1st so it's time to start thinking about that. I'm currently talking to two or three different outfitters about uh, setting up a spring bear hunt in May. And, you know, I'm also going to apply for a couple of whitetail tags again for the fall. And I'm guiding bear hunters, so that's always in the back of my mind. I just had a guy call me a little bit ago from Wisconsin, and he's going to have four points next year, which doesn't get you anything in Wisconsin, basically. Nope. But nope. he could draw the zone that I hunt. So it should be a fun year again. Just got a lot of stuff lined up. Well, good. You talk about contacting outfitters. For somebody who's thinking, you know what, I want to go to Kansas. I want to go maybe to one of those states I've never been to, is it really the best way to, to go to talk to an outfitter for your first trip? Or, you know, can you just go it alone, public land, and take your chances? For a lot of people, I think that it's better off to just go. And, you know, outfitters are great. They're fun. But, man, a good whitetail hunt on quality habitat, you're looking at four or $5,000 now, and that's just more than most people are willing to bite off. There's a lot of good public land in a lot of states, and in some states it takes a while to draw the tag. I think it was on my fifth year of applying in Iowa that I drew. It was a second or third in Kansas. You know, there's a lot of good public land, and you can get out there and go with pretty low expectation the first time. The first time a guy goes, just go and say, I'm just going to learn everything I can. I'm going to hunt hard and put trail cameras out and kind of learn the lay of the land and don't feel like you got to kill a mature buck. It's hard to do on public land anyway, but I just say, people, just go. Just go do it. You might get lucky, or you might learn a lot, and the second or third year, you kill a really nice one. Yeah, so you got to put in your time, and uh, you'll be learning as you go if you're paying attention to what you're doing, and uh, it'll pay off eventually with persistence and with a little luck. Right. Well, Bernie, we are both Huntworth Pro staffers, and we are both fans of this new technology heat boost is the name of the product and you've got a video that you just posted on bow hunting road tell us what people can learn from that video and what you learned when you did some research on heat boost it's fascinating stuff because the material that's in the heat boost clothing is called graphene I thought, okay, I'm just going to do my own research. I read all of the Huntworth promotional material, stuff like that. Sounds fantastic. But I want to do my own research and try to figure out what I could understand about graphene from independent sources and scientific publications and stuff like that. Well, one of the first things that I found when I explored graphene was a scientist who said that the 1900s was the century of the emergence of plastics and that this 21st century is going to be the century of the emergence of graphene. And I went, what in the world? That's pretty big talk right there, you know, because plastics completely changed the world yep. in the 1900s. Well, graphene was, I believe, was discovered in 2004, and the discoverers of it won a Nobel Prize in science for it and everything like that. Well, it turns out that graphene is a single layer of graphite. It's one molecule thick. 
but then they can compi- they can compound it and they can make it into different things. It's actually 200 times stronger than steel, hmm. and it's a better conductor of electricity than anything we know up until this point, and including copper. And the interesting thing about it that applies to us for hunters is that it is the best conductor of, it's the best thermal conductor is what they call it, that's ever been discovered. And that's how it ended up in clothing. They took graphene and made fibers that they could turn into a thread and then they made that thread into a yarn that is the insulation in some clothing. Now there's some high-end mountaineering clothing over the last few years that have started to use it, but Huntworth is the first company that I know of that actually put it in camouflage clothing for hunters. They sent me samples of it last winter, and they said, you can't talk about it, but we want you to experiment with it a little bit. I was pretty surprised at the difference. They say it's 30% warmer than any other kind of insulated clothing, and I think that's probably about would match my experience. Um, And then this year I got to use it even more because I, I used it on a couple of hunts when, you know, the weather was close to zero, and I was pretty surprised at how well this graphene works, and what it does is it collects your body heat and it moves it because as a thermal conductor, like there's parts of your body that are warmer. Like if you're sitting in a tree stand, your armpits are going to be a lot warmer than in your arms, for yeah, example. Yeah. But so it, it actually conducts the heat and moves it around the clothing, and it's basically like your body's your own furnace. Hmm. And it's a completely unique type of insulating property that's never really been tried before. And my experience is it seems to work pretty well. I'm excited to continue to use it more. In this video I did on my YouTube channel, I believe it's called How Graphene Can Keep You Warm. If anybody wants to search for that and watch this video, I actually took a thermal imaging unit and did some experiments with it on body heat and stuff like that in the uh, insulation, the graphene insulation and in the clothing in it. It's a pretty cool video. You'll You'll have to watch it. When people see it, it's a demonstration of how the heat transfers using a thermal conduct a thermal unit is just pretty surprising. Yeah, well, I did not do the kind of scientific research that you did, but I put the bibs on and uh, spent opening weekend of our gun deer season, which was quite cold and windy, and and I was comfortable with it. Other guys in my party who did not wear that, who didn't have it, complained of being cold when when I did not, and I'm not particularly warm-blooded, you know. Most of your listeners and me and you, we're not scientists, so some of the science of this isn't that important to us. What we want to know is that when we're sitting out there, it's going to keep us warm, and you and I can both testify to that. Yep, absolutely. Well, Bernie, we got to let you go, but I want to wish you the best of luck for the coming year, and especially your hunts as they line up for spring bear and for fall bow hunting for everything that you do. And I'm sure we'll be talking with you again next fall about your adventures and about Huntworth clothing as well. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Happy New Year to all of your listeners. Well, thanks, Bernie. Same to you. Bernie Berenger, Huntworth Pro Staffer, author, blogger, and YouTuber. And if you want to see firsthand what he experienced with the Huntworth clothing and his experimentation with it, go to his YouTube channel, which is Bowhunting Road. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camel Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery. All packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. 
Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And Cedar Lake Sales will be closed through January 2nd. And then uh, they'll be getting ready for the Milwaukee Boat Show. Check out their website and Facebook page for details. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camelware at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com, and by Ducks Unlimited, the world's leader in wetlands conservation, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and Duck Hunters Everywhere at ducks.org. And speaking of Cedar Lake sales, I want to let people who didn't hear this uh, know that Don Bell, the founder of Cedar Lake sales and the father of uh, Al and Brian and and others there who um, work at the at the company, he passed away in December and uh, he'll be sorely missed, but he had a wonderful life, was a great friend to Everybody in the boating industry and uh, people at the boat show will miss him terribly. Uh, he even showed up there once in a while the last few years. And So Don Bell, RIP, we miss you, man, and uh, what a great life he had. Well, our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin is called, may not be airing where you live. It's not airing around the rest of the state. Uh, Milwaukee is still uh, airing our uh Archived segments are archived shows, past shows, and you can watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. Our Deer Hunt Wisconsin show, of course, is archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel. And uh, this radio broadcast can be heard online as well. Go to lake-link.com. You scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you'll see Outdoors Radio. You can click on that tab and download this show and past shows. Uh, I think you can probably get all 53 shows at this very moment on Outdoors Radio on Lake Link. And uh, uh, we'll be archiving all the way through 2000. And 23 as well. You can find Dan Small on Outdoors Radio or on uh, social media at Dan Small Outdoors, and you can find me at Hardwater Jeff. Well, Jeff, we were talking about the fact that Governor Evers appointed a new DNR secretary to replace uh, Preston Cole, who's retiring. Adam Payne, he's currently Sheboygan County Administrator, a lifelong hunter, angler, and trapper, and he worked in the Department of Agriculture. Trade and Consumer Protection as Director of the Farmland Preservation Program. So it sounds like he's got um, a good background for the job. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I've seen mixed reactions, just like any political appointment oh, yeah. uh, across the board. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, I think as an individual and somebody with the, the experience to be able to uh, to head a position that uh, is going to involve, uh, you know, uh, user satisfaction along with the biology you know, side of things, I think it's a, it's a solid pick for that. Well, folks, there are a lot of hunting opportunities left if you're up for it and um, a number of other DNR reports. So let's get right into it. The holiday antlerless hunt runs through New Year's Day in 37 counties and the archery season runs through the 8th, except where it runs through the 31st. So... Pay attention to the regs uh, if you're hunting. And the DNR is asking ice fishermen, we've mentioned this before, to report any mud puppies they catch. Take a photo, release the critter, and contact the DNR. And DNR stocked 2,800 pheasants on 25 public hunting areas this past week to provide more hunting opportunities. And that season runs through the 8th. And also fall turkey, the northern zone rough grouse season, and gray partridge or Hungarian partridge runs through the 8th as well. The southern Canada goose zone runs through the 3rd. Daily bag limit is 5. On the Mississippi River area, that zone, it runs through the 3rd. Also, the daily bag is 3. And if you are hunting them, of course, you need state and federal waterfowl stamps and for all these um, seasons, check the DNR regs for uh, boundaries of zones and other details. And the early inland stream catch and release trout season opens next Saturday, the 7th. And if you're looking for something to do on, on New Year's Day, check out First Day Hikes, guided and self-guided hikes in state parks, forest trails, and recreation areas. They're free, but some areas require a park sticker or trail pass for you to park anywhere near where you're going to be. Well, Jeff, Happy New Year to you and to everybody out there. Um, We'll be talking again next year. 
Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk next year. That's right. <laughs> All right. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. More of his tunes at warrennelson.com. Happy New Year to everyone from me and Jeff. And get outside this weekend, folks, and join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey 